Welcome to Wiffle's Press Box Podcast, where we discuss the latest topics in the professional world of sports. Enjoy our exclusive interviews with athletes, coaches, insiders, and fans. And now, here's your host, Gary Wiffle. Welcome to another edition of Wolfels Press Box Podcast. I am joined today by my colleague and friend, Jerry Tapp. Jerry, welcome again. Thanks, Gary. Good to hear you. We're going to be touching on a myriad of baseball topics. Baseball is your favorite sport, right? Yes, it is. Next yeah. to golf. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, ping pong or bowling or something like that. It's crazy. The Major League Baseball season is now underway, and some crazy things already. We want to touch on a number of topics concerning the National League and the American League. But anything that stands out, I mean, something that has caught your eye so quickly this season? I think I've probably spent more time watching the Brewers over these past two weeks. They started the season 5-5. Five and five. I think people were driving their cars down I-94 to get up to Milwaukee and buy their World Series tickets after the first three games that they went out in San Diego. But obviously they come home and they lose two of three to St. Louis and three of four to the Cubs. So I think the World Series talk has kind of tempered down a little bit. The one thing about April, you know, it's really early in the season. You got teams that nobody expected to do well that are doing well and teams that everyone expected to fight for the World Series that are either at 500 or below. So it's real easy to get excited in April. It's really easy to get down in, in April, but I think it's a long, long season. There's 150 games left. Okay, having said that, I remember recently reading one of your blogs talking about the importance of a fast start for a major league team. Yep. Now, there's one team that has blown me away already. I mean, I, I thought they wouldn't win this many games all season. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Pittsburgh Pirates. Right. Pirates have opened up. Seven and two. Do you think this is a fluke or that they could be the shocking team of Major League Baseball this season? Again, I hate to sound like a broken record, but again, it's so early. But the blog that you referred to, I think we found out that if you look back to 2010, the last eight Major League seasons, that seven of the eight teams that ended up winning the World Series since 2010 started that first month of April with a winning percentage of 570 or above. 14 of the 16 teams that played in the World Series were above 500. And I think it was 56 out of the 76 teams that made the playoffs in the last eight seasons were above 500 in April. So I think there is enough of a sample size to say that you get off to a good start, that you've got a good chance to do something by the end of the year. The flip side of that is if you get off to a poor start and say go uh, maybe nine and 18 and you get yourself in a hole in April, it's hard to climb out of that. To be honest with you, I'm not kidding. I I thought Pittsburgh was just going to be god awful. But to get off to a seven and two start, their pitching has been incredible. They had a four game stretch in which they allowed nine runs. I mean, again, it is so early in the season, but you yeah. know, if you're looking for a team that's going to shock the world, yeah. this might be the team. I it mean, could be. Unfortunately, they also play in the same division with the Cubs, the Cardinals, and the Brewers, so good right. luck to Pittsburgh's fans. But yeah. let, let's talk about the National League just real quickly sure. here. The team that I thought, and I think most baseball observers felt, would be the team in the NL this year was the Washington Nationals. Yeah. I mean, you look up and down their lineup, you look at their starting rotation, and they are loaded with talent. Right. And here they are, they're stumbling out of the blocks. Four and four, nothing special. 
And to me, they have been the classic underachievers, you know, the last several years. And you just wonder what, what's going on in uh, D.C. I think, again, if, if you read any of the uh, publications early before the season started, you probably saw Washington as one of the teams that would come out of the National League. You know, of, of all the sports, I think injuries really plays a role. And the other thing in April is you just never know in terms of, you know, who are you playing early in the season? If you're lucky to get, uh, like the Brewers did, the Brewers got San Diego their first three games. Mm-hmm. San Diego's another team, like you were saying about the Pirates. I don't think anybody is thinking that San Diego's going to win more than 70 games. So if you're lucky enough to get them early in the season and you beat them down pretty hard, yeah, you mm-hmm. can pile up a lot of victories in April. So a lot of it depends on who are you playing early in the year to get a fast start. Sure. Another team I want to touch on the, in the National League, is the San Francisco Giants. Not too long ago, it looked like they were going to be a dynasty, and they still are, in my opinion, one of the best organizations in baseball. They go out and get McCutcheon during the offseason, and I thought that was just absolutely huge. And they're off to a decent start now. I think they're above 500, whatever it is. I think they were like 4-3 and three after their first seven games. Right. Do you think this is the year the Giants bounce back and uh, um, you know, it, are going to be heard, heard from again? I think if you look at their past history, hasn't it been that their three World Series championships this decade were in even-numbered years? I think they won, what, in... 2010, 2012, and 2014. I don't know exactly, but I, but I, I, I think that they seem to have that every other year thing going for them. So, uh, 2018, it's an even number year. This could be the, the year that they do it. We've talked about managers and coaches of different sports. Bruce Bochy happens, to, I think, in my opinion, is one of the better coaches in Major League Baseball. He somehow finds a way to get those guys to play well. You know, they've got a tough road from the standpoint of the Dodgers. Colorado has improved, and so is Arizona. So that could be interesting out in the West this year. Yeah. Who, who do you like in the National League, by the way? In the National League? Yeah. I, I'm going back with the Cubs. I don't know why. I think they're going to have a bounce-back year. Yeah. That last year that they uh, got a little full of themselves coming off the uh, World Series victory. But yeah, they, they got holes, though, too. I mean, you know, right. that, that's the beauty of baseball. I mean, right. If I'm not mistaken, there hasn't been a back-to-back World Series champion, I think, since the Yankees, right? 1999 to yeah, it's been, I think it's been almost 20 years. Yeah, I mean, I, I love baseball. I, from that standpoint, yeah. it's like you go in and anything can happen. I think that's going to be the case again this year. But right. So who do you like out, out of the National League? I think if I was going to bet the farm, um, I agree with you. I still like the Cubs. I think on paper, again, I like Washington, but I really found it interesting reading some of these baseball publications before the season started. How many were kind of jumping on the New York Mets bandwagon as well? Absolutely. Again, I think of the three divisions, I think they're all going to be probably very tight. I think I'm looking at Washington and the Mets in the east. You're probably looking at St. Louis and Chicago in the central. And I would think probably the Dodgers and the Giants out west, uh, you could probably make a case for seven or eight teams possibly coming out of the National League. There is not, that I can see, any one dominant team that's a no-brainer. I still think the Brewers are going to be a factor when push comes to shove. They could be. Uh, when, When they picked up Kane and they picked up Yelich, I found that to be absolutely amazing. I mean, those two are really good players. Yeah. They're not franchise-changing players, but who is in baseball these right. days, you know? Yeah. But my one 
concern with the Brewers is their starting pitcher. It's no secret. And people are telling me, like, okay, they're strung at the top with three solid starters, okay? I'm not going to go that far. I'm not sold on no. any of these guys. I think they're nice pitchers. But when you want to play with the big boys, you better have an ace, somebody that, that yeah. can you know go out there and, and just shut everything down. And if they have an ace, right now he's on a disabled list, Jimmy correct. Nelson. Correct. Is Jimmy Nelson a number one? You could make a case that he is the quintessential number one starter of a typical major league team. But I don't think Zach Davies is a number typical number three. Same with Chase Anderson. I think he's a good pitcher as well. I don't think they fall into those very distinct slots of your number one pitcher, number two. Correct. I correct. think you've got three pitchers in the top of the starting rotation that are probably on any other team or middle of the rotation type guys. I, I totally agree. Like number threes, number fours. Probably. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just go back to the Nationals. Where would these guys fit into the Nationals rotation? Yeah, they'd be By a little four. more. And, exactly. and I think the other thing you'll see with the Brewers as far as the pitching staff, I mean, look at they had Woodruff that started the game the other day, does not have a very good game, and the next thing you know, he's down in AAA. They send him down. I think there's going to be a swinging door between the Brewers AAA farm team and the Brewers major league team throughout the whole year as they try to find somebody that can fill that number five spot. Try to catch, catch lightning. Yeah. See, now, if I'm David Stearns, their GM, i go out and get a starter somehow. Yeah. I, I don't waste any time. Knable's going to be out. And, and right. Who knows for how long. Right. It's going to be a while. Yeah. What if you took Hader and put him in that spot? I was just going to say, I, I think they, the Brewers eventually have to come to the point of, are they going to put Hader in a position, in, in a spot, which is more to be beneficial for the team? I know that they're happy with him right now as kind of that middle-of-the-game left-hander mm-hmm. that can come down and shut the team down for an inning or so. But he has the kind of stuff that he could be a number one starter. He has the kind of stuff where he could be a closer. Which direction do you go with this guy? Right now, the Brewers seem very content to leave him where he's at. I think there's going to come a time where they're going to have to move him somewhere and make that decision. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I mean, right now, I, I make him the closer. You, yeah. you can always move him into the starting rotation as, as time goes on. And they made somebody that as young as he is, maybe they think he has a fragile psyche and if he gets beat up a little bit or has some uh, you know, saves, if he blows some saves, that maybe um, he doesn't have that mentality to I, be I a don't closer. get that impression of him, though. I really don't. I don't either. I, but I think he's pretty yeah, rock solid from an emotional standpoint. I think standpoint. so, too. That'll be something to uh, bear yeah. watching. Hey, just real quickly, let's talk about a couple AL teams. We were talking about how difficult it is to repeat as World Series champions. Right now, I, I like the Astros doing it, though. I uh, do, too. To me, they are about as complete of a team as there is in baseball. And you know what, Gary? If you think back to, what, four, five, six years ago, they were the worst team in the majors. They were winning 60, you know, around 60 games. But, you know, they kind of ended up taking a route that a lot of other teams are, which is get rid of all your high-profile players, start from scratch, just build up the farm system and bring up these younger guys and let them kind of mature up in the majors. And now look at the guy like Altuve and Correa, some of these other players that they have now. They actually are set, as long as they can keep everyone together and happy, they could be set for the next four, five, six seasons. What I thought was a stroke of genius, part of the Astros last year, was going after Verlander. Right. And there are a bunch of teams that could have had Verlander, including the Milwaukee Brewers. In fact, I wrote a column 
saying that they should go out and go for it. You're that close to being in the playoffs. Right. You just can't squander that opportunity. No. And I thought the Brewers squandered a golden opportunity. Yep. And as it turns out, it's not like Houston broke the bank to get them. They didn't mortgage their whole farm system for him. And, of course, he was absolutely brilliant. And this year, he's off to a strong start. Now, whether he's going to maintain that. But point is, he could conceivably be anywhere from either their number one pitcher or their number four pitcher. But that's not bad. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It it just tells you about the uh, quality of pitching. And, you know, McCullers looks good. And you look at Garrett Cole, my goodness, you know. They're stacked, and like you said, offensively, they got the package, too. So it would shock me if somebody beats uh, Houston. I think everybody is expecting that the Yankees, with the moves they made to get Giancarlo Stanton, you pair him with Aaron Judge, and you've got the uh, you know Maris Mantle 2.0 version of the Bronx Bombers. And they've got some other, the Yankees have some other good young players, too. But if you look at the standings here on uh, April 8th, and Boston's what seven and one, seven and two, and the Yankees are at five hundred. So again, it's a long season ahead of us. But the Yankees, I think, clearly think that they are a team that can uh, play up against the Astros. Well, looking down the road, you know, I've heard this from a few people in baseball. They they are not dismissing the possibility of Steve Trout ending up in, in a Yankee uniform. Mike Trout? Or Mike Trout. I mean, yeah. yeah, Steve, Steve Trout. Trout. <laughs> We're going back in time here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Mike Trout. Can you yeah. imagine that threesome? I don't know if the games ever saw three guys like that. Probably not. No, I think that would be pretty amazing if you had all those. You know, consider those three guys in three of the, t- the four spots of that batting order. That would just be crazy. You were talking about Boston before. Yeah. Last year in my preseason prediction, I picked Boston to win the World Series. I thought they would get to the uh, yeah. World Series. Not quite. Houston, you know, did right. his job. But Boston's off to a great start. They, yeah. I think they won seven of their first eight games. Right. They, they made some nice moves. They got a great lineup, too. I mean, talk mm-hmm. about a, a nice hitting lineup from top to bottom. I think if you look at the American League versus the National League, the National League, in terms of who's going to get to the World Series, I think you can probably look at anywhere from seven to eight teams, you know, seven or eight teams. Mm-hmm. If you look at the American League, I think it's probably Houston, the Yankees, Boston, and maybe you can throw Cleveland into the mix there a little uh-huh. bit. I don't know who might come out of the West if you got California or, well, there with Houston. But California has got some interesting players as well. So that could, with Trout and with the, uh, Japanese guy that they I know you're enamored with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've been talking about the teams in the National League, teams in the American League, and we could talk all night long about players in the game, but the guy who has really caught my eye and probably caught the eye of everybody that loves baseball is Otani. Yeah. He could be one of the most intriguing players ever in the history of sports. Yeah. I mean, a two-way player. Right. A guy who pitches, a guy who plays in the field. Remember a few years back when the Brewers had Brooks Kieschnick? <laughs> yeah, I and, and Unfortunately, was, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone was all excited about this guy that could pitch, but he could also pinch hit sure. and all that. And not that we're comparing Otani to Brooks Kieschnick, mm-hmm. but that was the closest we've probably seen in our lifetime because you'd even have to go way back to Babe Ruth. When Babe I, I agree. was a pitcher. I mean, what we're seeing here is historic. It is. And, and it's not like he's a stiff. He is no. good. 
He's, yeah. he's 23 years old, and, and he's like six foot four. And I don't know if you've had a chance to see him swing, but he has an absolutely... He's got a beautiful swing. Gorgeous yeah. swing. Yeah. I mean, it's like, man, right. you know, it, it, it was like a swing that God gave him, you know? Yeah. I think it was on Sunday, he struck out three guys in the uh, first inning, yeah. you know? Yeah. The one guy I'm going to watch all, all year is Otani. He I, could be, and, and I haven't done the research on it, and I know that surprises you, but... He could be the first guy, maybe. That does surprise me. It does. <laughs> I thought you'd have like 8,000 stats on this I, guy. I, right might, I might, but I, I'm probably going to go home tomorrow and figure this one <laughs> there out. You, there you go. But could he be the first guy in Major League history to strike out 100 batters and himself strike out 100 times? That would be there pretty amazing. Go. There you go. Or could he be the first guy to hit 20 home runs and give up 20 home runs in a season? Yeah. You know, there, there, there's certain guys that you just will – you're willing to buy a ticket to see, okay? Right. And, you know, until he flops or proves me otherwise, he's yeah. not a guy that I want to go see. Yeah, I'll tell you what, early season, like you said, uh, what we're talking about in the first two weeks here in April, uh, he's definitely somebody that's caught everyone's attention. Well, Jerry, we uh, covered, uh, no pun intended here, but a few bases. <laughs> nice. And, uh, Very nice. You know, I, I've been waiting to say that. I have no. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So, uh, hey, once again, thanks for uh, stopping by. Some great stuff as usual. Thank you for listening to another uh, Wolfels Press Box podcast. Have a good one. For more sports news, check back every Tuesday for our latest show. You can also follow Gary on Twitter at GaryWoofle and WooflesPressBox.com.